Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to Go Ask Alley, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I think like our vaginas have a lot to say. I think we should let them we'll speak. out of it and they'll just talk. Yes. One of the hardest things to absorb for those who are new to these kinds of fights. Again, if we won all of them, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> if you see a monster, don't try to run away. Step right up to it and say, what do you have to teach me? Why are you in my mind? I want to be the person who has cancer and doesn't run a marathon. Like, do I have to work that hard? No, it's the best excuse not to run a marathon. Welcome to Go Ask Allie. I'm Allie Wentworth. Today, my guest is Paulina Portskova. The beautiful Paulina. And when I say beautiful, I mean inside and out. Now, I met Paulina about 30 years ago. We both did a TV pilot together, and I instantly clicked with her. And we have remained very close friends since. She's the godmother of my youngest daughter. She held my hand during my pregnancy where I had hyperemesis and threw up all the time. We have had quite a journey. So COVID was not kind to Paulina Portskova. Paulina went through the death of a husband, a change of home, and quite a lot of public scrutiny. But now, having gone through a few very difficult years, she's building herself back up, she's starting over, and she's putting herself out there into the world, particularly the dating world, and seeing if she can find love again. Paulina Poroskova is a writer, model, and actress, a top model in the 80s. She was the first Central European woman to win the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue in 1984. And then in 1988, she became the face of Estee Lauder and one of the highest paid models in the world. Paulina has since performed in dozens of movies and TV shows. She's written two books. Her recent one is a memoir called No Filter, which explores heartbreak, grief, beauty, aging, and much more. I can't believe that I'm talking to you and you look so beautiful and you are surrounded by flowers behind you. Um, 
Yes. I'm surrounded by (laughs) self-help books. So I'm excited to dive into this subject with you because, as you know, I've been married for a million years and I missed the whole dating app thing. I've missed all of it. And the only date I ever went on was with my now husband. So, which I remember well. I know la, you la, do. La, I was there. I know you were. <laughs> so, I'm first of all, I'm just going to clear up what I know women that are listening to this podcast are going to say, and we're just going to nip it in the bud, which is, oh my gosh, if Paulina Portskova isn't taken off the market in a few seconds, how is there any hope for me? Because, Paulina, you're a very beautiful woman. Why, thank uh, you. Famously so, globally. <laughs> you're also incredibly smart with a great sense of humor. The idea that you're single is laughable, but you are. <laughs> you are single. You're dating. I am. I am dating. Correct. But yeah, I am. I'm still uh, single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your backstory for those people that have been living under a rock why you are single, and then we're going to dive into this whole world of which I'm going to vicariously live through with you. Oh, my God. And you're going to be so happy to be married. Even if your marriage was boring as shit, you're going to really appreciate being married. Okay, that's that, That's the good news for all of you who are married. Um, yeah. So what happened was that I was married to somebody for a very long time, for 30 years, actually. And towards the end of our, well, the marriage was failing. And so we were going to get a divorce. We separated. And then he died. So, yeah, that kind of spit me out on the market uh, pretty bluntly and pretty quickly. I was also in a relationship at the time, actually, with someone who I don't care to name anymore, but he walked away right in the middle of COVID the day I sold my house because he, I guess, found me too difficult to be with. He picked a good moment to leave, I have to say. And by the way, anybody in that position who isn't being difficult has no emotional life. So, <laughs> yeah, one he's a little lacking in empathy, uh, you know. But so it kind of, and, and, you know, he left with, uh, you know, if you're leaving somebody, you're going to point out all their flaws. So he made me feel very inadequate. I was crazy and I was uh, old and there was a whole host of things that he said old. Yeah. He didn't actually say old. He just said, thank you for getting me over older women. And then promptly went out with somebody much younger. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if that doesn't make you run to a, uh, you know, derm to get a face full of Botox and fillers, I don't know what does. <laughs> yeah. God. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. What a ride. Well, but what it leaves you with, right, is being completely unsure of who you are as a woman now. So I'm like 55. And I've just been rejected by the two men that I've loved. And so I was feeling like super insecure about myself, about my age, about the way I looked, about who I was. Apparently, I was not only, you know, an older woman, but I was also crazy. And as the saying goes, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Oh, I've, ne- I've never heard that saying. <laughs> well, oh, you've been married too long, Allie. I love it. 
<laughs> it's a good saying, unless you're going through COVID, a COVID pandemic, which shuts down the entire universe. So you're thrown into the single world with your heart broken in a million pieces and you're grieving the death mm-hmm. of a relationship and the heartbreak of another. And now it's COVID. Mm-hmm. So you can't even slip under somebody, even if you wanted to. <laughs> Jesus, God. Thank you for being so empathetic. Uh, it, was a, it was a really, uh, it was a really, really sad and horrible time. So I went through about three, mo- three months of being isolated uh, up in my house in, in the country, being somewhat suicidal, kind of, you know, managing to pick myself up a little bit enough to start dating apps. Okay. So take me through that because I don't know anything about the dating app. I wouldn't know what to do. I'm sure I would swipe the wrong direction. So first of all, how did you even start? Did somebody say, Paulina, you need to be on an app? Like, how did you even get started? Well, I actually got started on, I downloaded two dating apps when my husband and I split up, like when we, um, when we separated. Mm-hmm. Because again, like you, I was, I was just curious. I just wanted to know what this thing was like. And I of would, course. Just, I went on two dating apps. I went on Raya, which is for the famous people. However, there's quite a few dentists and real, real estate developers these days that, you know, cool. Maybe they're famous dentists and real And do you developers. have to be accepted on Raya? Like, do you almost apply to be on the app and then they say yay or nay? Yeah, Raya, I mean, in, in the olden days of like two years ago, I think you had to have like a certain amount of Instagram followers to get in and then you had to be recommended by one or two other Raya members. And so I reached out to a couple that I knew were on it and they recommended me. And so I got in fairly quickly. I bet. Hinge, I put my name up and I immediately got shut down as false account. Why? Because Paulina Porskova <laughs> obviously would never be using Hinge. Therefore, I was not real. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I signed myself up under my nickname with a friend's telephone number. And then I just kind of let them sit there. And I met this other guy, you know, on a on a dinner party. So I, I never actually like use the apps. I would just kind of go on once in a while just because it's fun, fun right? When like I'm when you sure. haven't dealt with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like looking at all the guys and you go, oh, he's on Raya. Oh, he's on Raya. Oh, you don't say, oh, he's on Raya. Oh, interesting. But by the way, that's also happening about you. I'm sure there were men going, Jesus Christ, Paulina Portskova's on a dating app? Click or swipe or whatever they do. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it depends from app to app. But the funny thing is that on, on Hinge, most people did, either didn't know who I was or kind of thought it might be me, but they weren't sure because I was also not on there as Paulina Poroskova. And on Raya, people assume that you are who you are because you are kind of verified. But on Raya, the men on Raya are not looking for 55-year-olds. They're looking for women much younger. And there is plenty of pickings of hot, young things. And so I think I slept with the three guys available on Raya. Oh, okay. And so, okay, before we, before we, again, <laughs> slide underneath, so walk me through the first date you had 
off of a dating app. Oh, well, actually, the first date I had off of a dating app was Raya. And it was a, um, we started texting as one does when starts texting. Mm-hmm. And you first text through the app so that you don't have each other's phone number until you figure out if you trust this person enough. And of course, it's like middle of COVID. So it's kind of hard to meet because you can't really go anywhere. And also you have to trust this person is going to be as um, isolated as you are. So you, you, you don't obviously want to go out with somebody that's like, COVID doesn't exist. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. So that was the first hurdle. But uh, yeah, I found this guy who was actually really sweet. We're still kind of in contact today as, a, as friends. Yeah. And, and he sort of got me out of that headspace of feeling vastly unattractive and undesirable and too complicated to want. So it was, it was a nice little fairly short-lived affair. <laughs> and so did you meet in a restaurant? Like how did, when you first, it's like, I always imagine that people on these apps and I've had, we have a mutual friend that was talking to somebody and Zooming during COVID and playing, you know, chess online. And like they had this whole relationship during COVID. And then when they finally met, she was like, he was not physically at all what he appeared to be on Zoom, which I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't know if it was a height thing, but she said that she wasn't physically attracted to him in person. So I'm curious how you have that sort of Zoom relationship, text relationship, and then you meet in person. You know what? I never actually Zoomed with any of my prospective dates. I would text with them. And if they seemed smart and witty, I mm. thought, well, that's enough. That's that's fine with me. Because, you know, I'm not looks and height. I really don't care. Like, to me, if they can make me laugh and if they're really smart, I can find them attractive. It yeah. doesn't really matter what they look like physically. Um, and the guy who I first went out with looked exactly like his pictures did on Raya. So that was good. He wasn't pretending to be something else. So it was a good first experience off a dating app, actually. And then, oh God. And then I went to Hinge because Raya sort of dried up. You know, like I said, there were like three guys that wanted to meet me on Raya. I met them all. And then they all just disappeared and there was no more guys. So I walked over to Hinge. Why I swiped over to Hinge. Uh-huh. An incredible amount of photos with men holding up dead fish. What? Why? What yeah. the hell does that symbolize? <laughs> I'd like to know that too. Do you have any ideas? Because I am baffled. Well, I mean, you can't help but parallel the dick. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at this 20-pound <laughs> salmon. This is what my dick looks like. That's my only guess. You mean limp and cold? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the intent is, look, I can hunt. I am a provider. I can feed you. Oh, Jesus. You know, look, I I catch my own food. Okay. So you need to get yourself in waders and rubber boots and hold up like a great white shark over your head and go like, (laughs) I'm fine. Thank you. Also, Uh a lot of men on motorcycles because, you know, they're... Oh, because they're bad boys? They're bad boys. I mean, they, you know... Mm -hmm. They can take you out on that road and 
it's the freedom thing. Mm-hmm. And during COVID, unsurprisingly, most of those men did not believe in wearing masks or that COVID was a thing. So it, it was a good way to eliminate themselves right, right off the bat. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So with Rhea, so it's all famous people. Isn't that kind of weird? Because you all kind of know who each other is. You can Google each other. You know, they could see you in a bikini in Daily Mail. I mean, it's all kind of out there. Yes. It feels a little naked, you know? Well, because you're sort of dipping into the pool that you know. I mean, you, some of those people you know, a lot of the people you know who they are, you assume they know you. But actually, weirdly, it's easier for a celebrity to be there rather than the, what some of my girlfriends called the normals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not supposed to be demeaning in any way, but it's just, you know, the guys that are just, yeah. Well, you know, what, what, whatever. Because it turns out that once you go on a hinge date where you're not known as Paulina Poroskova, but somebody has just, you know, swiped on you, you had a little text thread, oh, you know, he seems cute. You set a date in a restaurant in January outside. Yeah. I, I was frostbitten on most of my dates. That's how desperate I was. I was willing to take the frostbite, not to be alone. Protocol. Yeah. And so I would arrive into the place wrapped in my big, gigantic Norma Kamali sleeping bag coat, which, of course, makes me look like a Tootsie Roll. And then I would proceed to, under the heat lamps, take off my Russian fur hat and my mask. And the man would sit across the table and go, uh, you're Paulina? And I was like, oh, oh, he didn't know. Oh, oh my God. It's like unwrapping a gift. And were they excited? They must have lost their mind. They kind of lost their minds is the problem. Yeah, they might have been excited, but then they weren't able to speak for the rest of the dinner. Yeah, I'm sure. Either they weren't capable of speech, uh, they got so intimidated, or they would just need to sort of equalize the tables, the balance between us by speaking exclusively about themselves. Oh, God, that's sexy. But I would imagine that they were also, they couldn't, kind of couldn't believe their luck. And then my next question is, if you go to bed with them, I mean, aren't you worried you could be going to bed with a stalker or somebody that had like your Sports Illustrated poster on their wall at some point? Sure. But that's, I mean, you know, as desperate as I was, I wasn't going to bet them on the first night out. Oh, okay. And I, I can I can assure you, I, I, I feel, you know, I'm very sex positive. If I really like somebody, you know, why not? But those kind of dates were, most of them were a one-time kind of a deal. Like, got it. We got dinner. Sometimes I even paid because I felt so sorry for them. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, there's so many stories. And actually, you know what? The cool thing about really bad dates is it makes great stories. Well, I have so many good stories. I mean, I think you have a third book in you, if I can just mm, say. 
yeah, I just have to figure out how to be gentle to all those souls that I would let down or reveal in some well, way. Well, you just change their names. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Change their names and their physiques. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Allie. I'll yeah, blame it no, on you. I mean, yeah, well, I've written about old boyfriends in my books and, you know, George had to read through them and make sure I couldn't get sued. He was like, I don't think you should call this person an alcoholic. It's very obvious who they are. <laughs> I go, oh, okay, I'll change it. <laughs> There's a lot more to come after this short break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay, so COVID's kind of opened up a little bit. How's that dating changed for you? Because people are less cautious and precious about it. Well, you know, so, I mean, unfortunately, the way it happened for me is that when I was really desperate to date was to sort of get over my heartbreak and to just, you know, feel affirmed as a woman and that I was still viable and that somebody would still want me. And so I was kind of rather desperate that first year during COVID, the worst time. But actually, that's the year that I also met Aaron Sorkin. And so that was a six-month little thing, which was lovely. And was that, for, that wasn't from a dating app, though. That was not a dating app. That was uh, Ashley Banfield, actually, who introduced us. And that was that was a really sweet six months. It was a really lovely time. And that sort of got me over the feeling, you know, unwanted and undesirable because Aaron made me feel really good about myself. It's my vacation from heartbreak. Yeah, well, which is, by the way, those people are really important in one's life. You know, that the fact that I, I'm just assuming you guys are still friends, but that he totally, came in yeah. at a time and, you know, made you feel the way you should feel about yourself. 
And also just as a normal watching, you know, I saw these pictures of you and him and, you know, you just, you both looked amazing. You looked like, you know, Mrs. Oscar in your gold dress and, <laughs> and you look genuinely happy. It looked like, oh, it looks like she's getting a little break here. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I got a little break and it was restorative and it was lovely. So that sort of tied me over. And then after Aaron, I didn't feel so bad about myself. And so then I could be a little bit more selective. Ah, mm-hmm. exactly. So and then because the world was opening up, I didn't have to just rely on the dating apps. I could also go out to dinners and go to parties and see if I'd meet somebody there. And, you know, I met like one or two people just, you know, from going out. Were people setting you up besides Aaron? Were other people like, I want to introduce you to my brother, to my friend? But- nope. Never got set up with anybody else, actually. Hmm. I just I just realized. Too intimidating, I bet. Well, that's what Aaron said. He, Aaron said I was intimidating. Well, the, <laughs> just the, you're this whole package of amazing things. I would see why that would be intimidating. Because I know when I was went on this blind date with George, George had been, he basically dated the island of Manhattan. And Oh, no, only the cream of the island of Manhattan. <laughs> oh, no, don't make me name names. But he was, you know, telling me what dating was like and how... You know, he had mostly only one date, like having a second date was like Mm -hmm, a big mm -hmm. leap. And he was sort of taking me through this whole dating world. And he said at the time he was really open to be set up. He said he told people, set me up, set me up. Mm -hmm. And he said if he hadn't, he wouldn't have met me because, you know, and he was very famous at the time. And, you know, he had to sort of. Ali, he kind of still is. (laughs) He still is. But, you know, he had to be careful. Yeah. So the only way that he could do it was by being set up by somebody else. Yeah. And I I needed that, too. It's just that nobody has anybody to set up with women my age. It's like it's bonkers. Either people are happily married, which is great because, you know, those are the good ones. And they are friends that could be potential set ups with you. Like my good girlfriends are like, yeah, no, you don't want them. I'm like, okay. (laughs) The pickings were pretty slim, (laughs) I must say. But then last year I did a lot less dating because I was writing my book and then I was traveling a lot and I was kind of getting my career and my life in order. And I didn't feel so shitty about myself. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't feel like I, I didn't really need the validation anymore. And it's amazing how much I grew up from the year before that when I was desperate for the validation to last year when I was like, eh, you know what? I think I'm pretty cool. And one day somebody will think that too. And I guess I'm kind of willing to wait. I'm not desperate. Well, I think I think that that comes from you going out and writing your book mm. and sort of taking care of yourself, basically being in a love affair with yourself. Because no man will give you that. That has to come from you. And it's funny because, you know, yesterday I did The View and Joy Behar said to me, because it was Valentine's Day, she said, how come you didn't take George's last name? And I said, well, because I was sort of established and who I was, I I don't mean like my brand, but, you know, I was Allie Wentworth. I didn't, Mm -hmm. it didn't feel right to me at, you know, 35 
to take his last name, which I I thought it was such a kind of old fashioned question. But but the bigger meaning for me was, listen, I had had a lot of relationships. I had had a depression. I had bought a house. I had finally then been alone and really mm-hmm. worked on myself so that I was able to be a good partner, you know, when I met George. And I think I think for you and from what I see, you seem to be in a much better place and getting stronger every day. And I think that's when the door opens and somebody comes in and you make the right choice as opposed to the guy who said, you're crazy and you're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't the right choice. I sure know how to pick them. <laughs> well, but it makes sense at that time in your life, you know, whoever you bumped into that was going to sh- give you a little attention, you know, it was like you were you were in the middle of a desert and you had no water and somebody... Exactly. I mean, you remember this time because we spent a lot of time together and you remember how very, very unhappy I was in my marriage and how desperate and lonely I felt. Yes. So like literally, and I mean, I even at one point said to my husband, I was like, I am so lonely and so desperate. My heart is so empty that literally anybody that wants to woo me will just get me. Like if the Uber driver asks for my, for a date, I'll go out on a date with him. Anybody can enter my heart, including you. His response at that time was, uh, okay, I will woo you. And I thought, fantastic, I've gotten through to him. That was the last we ever spoke of it. And if his way of wooing me was by not paying any attention to me, then he did a great job. Do you ever regret not leaving him earlier? Do you feel like, oh, if I had left him when I was in my 40s, I, you know, maybe I'd be remarried now or maybe I'd be here or there? I kind of did at times and certainly after the whole will fiasco. Um, yeah, there were, there were moments where I regretted that I hadn't left earlier, but now in retrospect, I think, no, I'm glad that I stayed for as long as I did because I loved him very, very much. And I wanted to exhaust every single possibility that that we couldn't make it together. And I did. I mean, I yeah, was you did. scraping the bottom of that barrel. Yeah. And uh, I knew there was like, at the, at the point where I called it, there was nothing left. There was nowhere else to go. And I knew it. And so I feel like I can be at peace that I didn't, you know, that I didn't cut things too easily, that I wasn't, you know, that I, uh, that I was unreliable in some way or that I could have done more. I, I couldn't have done yeah. more. And, and you know that. No, you couldn't have. And you can't even second guess yourself. You know what I mean? You, you, the, the sponge was dry. You know, there was nothing else to squeeze <laughs> yeah. out of that. That is clear. And then, and for my listeners, when you bring up the will, I'm just going to quickly mm. say what that is, is when her husband died, he cut Paulina out of his will and and very publicly said that she abandoned him, which was not true. So that, again, is part of the horrible heartbreak and the things that she had to deal with him with after he died. So, yes. So a man comes along and is interested in you and you, of course, throw yourself into his arms. And I'm like, oh, my God, you want me? Yeah, you get me. Yeah, I'm yours. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I mean, I mean, so many people relate to that. Yeah. Uh, you no matter how old you are, you know. And my next question is, so now you're stronger. 
you, you know, you've really built some scaffolding around you. You have this amazing book and you're going on dates. Please tell me what some of the things you're seeing when you date. You have told me one thing, which I think is hilarious and scary, but tell me some of the trends, as we'll call it, that you've seen dating men in your 50s. Well, a really big trend with men in their middle age that have been divorced or have been through relationships is, and of course, I always ask, like, what went wrong in your relationship? Because I would like for them to be a little self-aware, perhaps, you know, and know what went wrong so they're not going to do it again. 75%, and I kid you not, will sit down, look at me and say, well, my wife has border personality disorder. Oh, God. So the wife is crazy. The wife is crazy. I did everything I could. What? And what, you know, what could I do? I mean, she was crazy. Wow. And then I would go, so was she diagnosed with uh, borderline disorder? And they go, well, you know, my therapist said he totally thought so. And then some will go, well, I read an article where, you know, it sounded just like her. Well, your yoga teacher said that she totally has it. I mean, I can't believe not it. very many of those wives were actually diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, but men, there are men had them diagnosed like this. Isn't that crazy? How, I mean, talk about how unself-aware and blaming and, oh, they're horrible. So, I mean, you must leave immediately. That's 75% of the dating pool, which is already tiny because men my age will mostly try to date women 10 or 20 years younger. So the ones that are in their 50s or 60s, you know, already there's not that many of them that are willing to date an older woman, it seems. And then, so you go into a restaurant, you get to this part. And for most of the dates I've been on, I would just, they would say it and I would just go, okay, and now I'm just going to have to do deep breathing until the check arrives and then I'm out of here. But I'm very proud of myself because the last time this happened, this was like right after our cocktails arrived, guy told me his wife had border personality disorder and I just stood up and I said, thank you. I hope you find a sane woman. You managed to find a sane woman. Goodbye. And I just walked out. Good for you. Yes. And they don't they don't ever mix it up and say like bipolar or schizophrenia. They stay with borderline personality disorder. There's a lot of borderline personality disorder okay. because I think it's the hardest one to diagnose. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and also the one that's technically incurable because you can't really drug it and, sure. and you know. So there's been a couple of, you know, I suspect my wife is bipolar, but no, it's like borderline personality disorder is like the catch-all. Wow. Like every man that doesn't want to take responsibility for his shit has an insane wife who can't be properly diagnosed or medicated. That is terrifying. Also, by the way, it's not a borderline personality disorder. She's crying all the time because she's miserable in this marriage. <laughs> exactly. It's not a psychosis. <laughs> she's angry because you, uh, you know, you, you didn't bring food home when she asked you and she's like beleaguered by the children and she needs some help. Meanwhile, you're like, you know, in your man cave playing video games. Maybe right. that's what it is. Exactly. Uh-huh. But or it, watching porn. Well, yeah, of course. And it's time for a short break. 
Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Go Ask Alley. So when you look at like Jerry Hall, who married uh, Rupert Murdoch, do you go, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, I get it, girl, I get it. Or do you go, oh, my God, Jerry, come on now. I am passing zero judgments because after my experiences in the dating pool, Rupert Murdoch is starting to look pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's, I'm going to try a different approach. What, what to you right now, if you had to fill out a form, Paulina, mm. really, what are you looking for? What, what at your age, at your point in your life, what seems desirable to you? So, and it's actually much less complicated than it seems. I just made a post on Instagram the other day about, I was using this little bit from this book by Neil Stevenson, where he's talking about a fictional queen of Netherlands who is a small plane pilot, and she is now, she has been widowed, and she's now evaluating men through a completely different lens than when she was a teenager, when, you know, again, like a cool haircut was enough to get you into bed with them. So now she's sort of, you know, she has higher standards. And so she's starting to evaluate men through the lens of a small plane pilot, which would be the lift and drag ratio of a wing. So the drag, you know, being, for example, a, a very high drag would be he's married. That's a that's a problem. That's a lot of big drag, right? Yeah. Low drag would be, hey, he's available. Uh, he's got money. There's like, there's no big problems in the way. And then lift. How big is the lift? Is, you know, is it a low lift? You're not really that excited about him. Is it a medium lift where you're like, oh, 
you know, m- maybe something can grow out of this. Or is it a high lift where you're like, ooh, butterflies. This guy's hot. So I would like a medium drag high lift. Oh my. Those, are, those are the T-shirts you should be selling. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go into business with me? Yes. And for you, a sense of humor, like you said earlier, is really important to you. Okay, so if we're, and then if we're talking like, really, if we're really talking about what does Paulina really want? Yeah, we're really talking about that. What what gives me the high lift? Yeah. What gives me the high lift is being really smart. They have to be intellectually curious. Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, that's the, the, the number one. Intellectually curious. They have to be funny. If they're not funny, I will wilt at some point and and just kind of be get disinterested i do find a man with a talent extremely sexy i find talent so much hotter than looks Mm -hmm. so if he if he's got talent he's hot to me and when you say talent like in any arena yes but he's got to be really really good at it oh which doesn't mean that he's got to be the number one premier potter in you know the universe but it means yeah, I mean, I, it's not somebody who's like, you know, making like... Ashtrays. <laughs> yeah, as a hobby after yeah. they come home. No, that that no. doesn't exactly He's got out. a show in a gallery. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Or he's a fantastic chef or, you know, mm. whatever. It doesn't like... Be, what they're really talented at is not that important. Although I do find myself over and over drawn to writers. I do like them writers. And of course, I, oh, I can't remember. Was it you who said that... Your shrinks that never date somebody who's a comedian or a writer, that, that's like the, the, the bottom of the pole of, of satisfaction. In, it wasn't me because I it wasn't you. dated a lot of comedians and writers. Well, and see, and, and you didn't marry them. No. No. But if George had taken that advice, he wouldn't be with me. So Yeah, I think it works differently for women. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's unfortunately kind of what I keep being attracted to. But self-awareness is a must like serious self-awareness and a desire to explore the world. And and again, that kind of goes back to being intellectually curious. So that's it, right? It's not that much. It's not that much that I ask for. Medium drag, I'll even accept medium drag, high lift. Yeah. And would you say you're pretty optimistic now? I would say that I seriously, honestly, and I don't even know why, Maybe it was a good horoscope that day. I woke up on January 1st this year and I went, it's going to happen. It's going to happen now this spring. I feel it. And Meaning what's going to happen is like, I'm ready. Yeah. I think the person that I need to meet is coming into my life. I can feel it. Wow. That's fantastic. That's exciting. Yeah. And I told everybody, I told my therapist, <laughs> I, I was like, wow, I feel like, I feel like it's my time. I feel like this is it. And so, well, spring awakening, spring awakening. I'm excited to see what happens with Paulina. Well, you're going to have to go out to dinner with him. I can't. Well, he's got to, he's got to pass my test, but, um, and I'm glad I'm not dating right now because it, it seems really daunting to me. Okay. So this is like my take on what it's like to date. This is like my little metaphor for dating in middle age. Great. It's a breakfast buffet in a hotel. Towards the very end, you know, the breakfast buffet closes at 11 and they let in the middle-aged women at like 10.45. So the eggs are cold, the sausages are limp, all the good stuff is gone. 
And I thought, you know, the good for you stuff, people don't touch because it's not as shiny and it's not as obvious and it's not as upfront. Like the brand muffins, right? You know, they're stuck away on the sides and people are like, eh, brand muffin, they leave them. I'm totally up for a brand muffin. I'm looking for a brand muffin. I love that. That is a great metaphor. Thank you. <laughs> that is a great metaphor. All right. All right. So in my podcast, I just bombarded you with a million questions. But now you can ask me a question about anything. Um, well, you know, we're talking about men and we're talking about dating. And yeah, you have been married for like 100 years. But I, I used to be married for 100 years, too. So yeah, I, you were. So here's my question. In case that person is coming into my life mm -hmm. sometime soon, how do you keep up the interest for sex in a long-term relationship? I think that the interest comes with what you were saying before, that if you have such awe for them, if they have a talent that is so incredible that that turns you on, you know, George's brain turns me on. He's so smart. I mean, for some people, maybe it's a scruffy beard or a swagger. For me, you know, he starts explaining the GOP in this next term and it's like, I rip my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, it's the same. It's like the respect for your men. Yes. Yes. And it's not, you know, it's not a necessarily a physical thing, although I'm very attracted to him. It's a, it's, it's bigger than that. And it's sort of ethereal. And it's like the person that he is, I have such respect for, and I'm in such awe of that that keeps it going. You know, I, I listen, I think if when people, you know, connect because they're hot for them because like, oh, their body or their this or that, it does not sustain itself. I've, I've talked to a lot of beautiful people that have told me that it doesn't sustain itself. So it has to be the other stuff, you know? And I also think we're different enough people. Like for you, it, I hope that this person that's coming into my life, tiptoeing through the tulips, is going to be different enough so that you will both sort of enjoy the original people that you both are. You know what I mean? You don't want same, same. <laughs> I mean, across the board. Yeah. I don't think. I hope not, because that would make me a complete and utter narcissist, right? To just like, no, can you just like spit out another me so I can fall in love with it? That would not bode well for me. Or for anybody, I think. I think that same, same doesn't necessarily translate into a long-term relationship. I think I think it's so fascinating, though. I hope for you, it's somebody that makes you laugh really hard because you love to laugh and you're very funny. So I think that's, well, that's something. why I'm your friend. Yeah, because but, you make me laugh. But you're you like George. You're such a you're a great audience. Also, you have, of course, your moments of being hilariously funny. But there's something about making somebody laugh. That is such an aphrodisiac for on both sides. Mm -hmm. I, I I totally agree. I'm still actually kind of taking in your response about finding George really hot, like being sexually inspired by by him knowing something that you don't. By being like, um, you know, there's like a it's like a 
a challenging aspect almost. It's like being able to look up to somebody a little bit and respect, respect being that really, really big thing. Yeah. And in my marriage, I lost respect for my husband uh, a, a fair, you know, uh, long before we separated. And I think the dude that I kind of fell in love with after, I'm not sure that I ever had respect for him and didn't even know that that was a problem. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you lose respect, there's there's nothing left. You, you don't want to have sex. Well, there's you, contempt. Well, yes. There's always something left. There's contempt. The contempt is fun <laughs> to live in. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, P, thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you for for sharing this journey. It's interesting for me anyway, and I know for my listeners that are predominantly women to think or to be dating at our age. And it's got to be a slippery slope. But again, I think the biggest takeaway from this conversation is when you found yourself, you know, when you wrote your book, when you felt steady on your own two legs is when you really can invite people in that are worthy of your of your partnership. That is perfectly said, because it's when I stopped needing the validation that I was still worthy and I found that worth in myself. And it sounds so cliched, Allie. I kind of, I sort of hate the way it sounds, but it's nevertheless the truth. It's the truth. And sometimes cliches are cliches because they're the truth. And they've been said over and over oh, I, again. I love cliches. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're the most true things. Yeah. I find myself now saying what we used to, people used to always say to me when I, my kids were little, they'd say, oh, it happens so fast. They grow up so fast. And I was like, yeah, shut up. Like, you know, trying to mix formula. And now I find myself saying that to other people who have little kids. Oh, it goes by so fast. But it's true. It's a, these are cliches that are true. They're time tested, time worn, time proven. And yes, it's the truth. Yep. Yeah. So find your worth and then go dating and then stand up at any table where a wife, ex-wife is diagnosed with any sort of mental disease. Yes. Stay away from dead fish. Yes. That's my advice. Oh, God. So much takeaway. <laughs> Thank you, Paulina. You're welcome, <laughs> Allie. That's funny. I think Paulina personifies somebody who has taken care of herself inside and out and has made herself a priority and look at all the wisdom and growth and my god she is more beautiful than ever and the last thing is if you happen to be single and you go on a date with somebody who says his marriage fell about because the woman had a borderline personality disorder take a clue from paulina portskova and get up and walk out we also have a listener question Our listener asks, I'm really interested in Allie's menopause group that she mentioned on the February 9th episode. I'd love to start one and model it after hers. Do you have any more information? Here's the thing. It is really a therapy group, but we call it a menopause group because basically the therapy is needed because of the menopausal symptoms. This is what you do. You get a small group of women together who are also going through menopause and you meet once a month at somebody's house, you can change it every month. And basically you sit around and you have wine or iced tea or ice cream, whatever it is. And you bitch about menopause and you talk about symptoms and you talk about heat flashes and whatever hormonal cream you're using. 
you know, obviously it gets into marriages and kids and mortality, but you know, it starts with menopause. For more info on what you've heard in this episode, check out our show notes. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review Go Ask Allie. And follow me on social media on Instagram at The Real Allie Wentworth. Now, if you'd like to ask me a question or suggest a guest or a topic to dig into, I would love to hear from you. And there's a bunch of ways you can do it. You can call or text me at 323-364-6356. Or you can email a voice memo right from your phone to goaskalliepodcast at gmail.com. And if you leave a question... You just might hear it on Go Ask Alley. Go Ask Alley is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.